0: Good to have you back with us, and uh, i ready to talk gold, holding this 1800 level. I'm noticing in your notes you pointed out uh, that the gold demand is down around 7% for the third quarter, while ETF outflows outweighed a continued recovery in some of the other sectors.
1: Right. So let's. it's great to be back, Ben. Thanks for having me. Let's dig into those numbers. Coming off of 2019 and 2020, we saw record demand levels in gold across the globe. So what we're seeing is, yes, in 2021, a 7% down year to date. That's still very buoyant across the board. Now you pointed out ETFs, completely seeing the outflows there, the investors are speaking with their dollars when it comes to the positioning of gold in ETFs. But remember, offsetting that, we still have continued inflows into the central bank space, near 400 tons going into central banks year to date, and also we're seeing bar and coin demand which often gets correlated to consumer demand, but also in this context, maybe a little more like investment. Those, those trends are continuing to show record performances in particular in markets like the U.S. And then technology a small component picking up. Uh, and then ultimately around the globe, we're moving into seasonal times of the year. So you'll see consumer spending that, that will pick up in markets like India and China, so you're gonna see still demand picking up on the consumer side. All of this comes together to do one thing, and I think you hit it on that, and you hit it straight away with your headline. Uh, the price is, is, is holding range bound. Mm-hmm. And that's a really good thing for gold because what we're waiting for are big signals in the investment space that's gonna actually give us reason to look and see What would happen with the price next?
0: Range-bound, similar to what we're seeing in the dollar. I want to talk about that in just a minute. You mentioned some of the uh, components in the report here. You said central banks, though, they continue to buy gold at a slower pace, though, in recent quarters.
1: Definitely, and again, they were also um, subject to 19 and 20, where they hit record paces. So yes, while slower, still consuming, and again, 400 tons, which is really offsetting, you know, near twice as much of what we've seen outflow from the ETF market. Um, One more point I wanna make on ETFs, while we're seeing the big outflows in ETFs, mainly in the US markets, the flows in Europe and in Asia are are holding at slower paces Mm. of outflows in Europe, and actually we're seeing inflows in the Asian ETF Mm. market. While small, it's just an interesting point to highlight.
0: Maybe they're already starting to turn around a little bit. Let's talk about gold at these levels. What's it telling us about inflation? It's a major focal point for investors and traders as we've seen energy prices spike. We've got some numbers headed our way this morning uh, in just about 20 minutes that uh, uh, could move markets. So these levels uh, seems to be, uh, well, an indication that concerns are somewhat uh, not really inflated.
1: We're going to wait. We're going to see what the numbers tell us. We're all, I just came back from a conference up in Boston with a, you know, a huge number of clients, and it was actually great to actually physically be in a conference again, uh, since having not had that opportunity for so long, but everyone in the room is sitting back and understanding what what are we really getting from the numbers? You talk about PC uh, within the next hour or so, mm-hmm. you've got ISM on Monday. These are the numbers we're watching, these are the things that are gonna give us an indication as to whether we move away from what we're considering this period of almost stagflation, and, and and determining whether or not we're moving into a period of time where we're gonna experience inflation. So right now we're all watching, we're all waiting. The numbers aren't moving in, in any, or the indications that they aren't moving in any, any strong direction as of yet. I think there's still work to be done uh, around spending and the policy side here in the US. So we're sitting back, we're waiting to see what personal consumption looks like. We're waiting to see ISM on, the, on Monday. And once we start seeing some clarity, whether we're really seeing inflation develop, that's what I think will start to have much of a m- more impactful uh, uh, move on the gold price for us in the, in the near term.
0: A gr- gold brief visit above 1800 this week, I think 1815 60 or 30 or something like that, a quick pullback. Here we're looking at that range bound activity, this time on the weekly timeframe. But, you know, everybody's, uh, well, The Gold Bulls want to see this above 2,100 again, but those who are uh, very longer-term type participants, while they're not very frustrated at uh, these levels, and I think many see this as very positive to be able to, as we kind of began this discussion talking about that 1,800 level, the ability to hold it, because when you take a step back from that weekly and you look at a more historically longer-dated chart, you can see some of the gains we've recently seen and how we really are Holding on to those, for the most part, just shy of that 2089 level. Let's talk about stimulus spending. You've got uh, uh, President Biden yesterday pushing this New Deal, and oftentimes you see that kind of elevate prices. But uh, some interesting price activity in the dollar yesterday as well. I mean, uh, these are focal points also, but just again, not really driving price at this point, I guess.
1: Not yet, and I think that's the key. Not okay. yet. So we just have to be patient. Um, and and your point around equities a really, really critical point. That's a market that's moving, and it's really challenging for anybody to determine what's going to take the wind out of sales. So it's hard to see what kind of shoe's going to drop, what's going to really kind of knock equities off that run. Um, Even with the earnings numbers that you're hearing about, it's still still a very frothy market. It really makes me think back to pre-COVID where we had a wall of worry, and we had all of these factors, global geopolitical risk, uh, you know, monetary policy, buoyant equity market, they're all still there. And where we're coming from is a world where COVID has had a major impact on all of our ability to make decisions and read these, these signals appropriately. So now we're coming out, you've got, like you said, you've got the Biden administration pushing through a, a stimulus package. Will that get through? Will that have an impact? Will that create you know, an increase in you know, economic Expansion and and will it also go along with the commensurate price rise that we see, which is causing everybody to be fearful of inflation? So we are in a holding pattern as it relates to gold. Be patient. What I think is really cool about what we've got with the numbers right now is that we're seeing that all the different areas of demand that help keep the price strong mm-hmm. are performing. Like I said, coin bar. Jewelry is on the horizon, and you've got central bank buying, a little bit in technology. So you're starting to see that price point being held up. And ultimately, we're going to see a price move when we can have a clearer picture as to what plays out with respect to inflation in particular.
0: Maybe we'll get a clearer picture next week. We get the FOMC. We have the dollar backing off some a little bit. In theory, that could or should support prices. We're looking at the dollar here right now. Joseph has just recently tested that 94.50 area and has started to kind of ease some um, i've been saying back down below ninety two ninety one this is a classic pattern we look at it opens up the door for a retest of that lower 8990 area i just want to step away from uh, the dollar here this is the daily time frame going all the way back to the pandemic highs we saw up around 104 so you see the trend that's been playing out here but here you can see it on just uh, the price activity over the last year and how it just hasn't really been a lot of directional conviction, that most recent test, 94.70, but 94.50, I should say. But look, I've got the dollar on the left. I've got gold on the right. I am I guess I'm a long-winded kind of question here, Joseph. Do you expect the dollar to be potentially that next kind of tipping point or catalyst, the FOMC, next week? I mean, are you expecting any uh, seismic change there that could move gold, or is this sort of uh, going to continue to be a bit of a wait see mode there as well
1: our view is wait and see and and we don't necessarily expect the numbers to be radically different in terms of the things that are coming to market from from the fed and, and other areas but when it relates to the dollar really it's financial market and and asset movement in the financial markets that's moving the dollar right now it's not really industrial activities that are moving the dollar so you're really seeing both assets gold and the dollar sitting tight waiting to see how things start to develop and the action on the fiscal stimulus side and also on the
0: policy side. Yeah, we've been saying uh, developing or uh, screaming sideways at this point, Uh, consolidating, certainly. But again, as mentioned, very healthy and uh, in many ways very supportive of the trend up that we've seen in gold. How about silver, uh, lastly, uh, in terms of any ties there to the industrial side of things? I've got a chart here. We could show, again, gold and silver, for the most part, have been a bit range-bound recently. But prices again very well supported.
1: Supported again, expectation around really uh, i I would say um more of an industrial use mm-hmm. as opposed to the investment mm-hmm. use. So I think if you see the stimulus packages coming through we'll see it there. Silver move in that, or in, that
0: or in that area.